maybe that's it for me is that when you have those experiences of coming up against something that's not working for you if you just keep going a little bit it's that thing of like like when you're trying to take small children on the walk and they're like I'm finished can we go home can we go and you're like just keep going a little bit further just keep going a little bit further and then they get to the top of the hill and they go jumping around like you know king of the hill and welcome to episode 141 of Art Juice. This is honest, generous and humorous conversations to feed your creative soul and get you thinking with me, Louise Fletcher. And me, Alice Sheridan. So our main topic this week is about materials. We're going to talk about how we choose our materials, what we do when maybe they're not working for us. We're just going to see where that conversation goes. But before we get into that, we'll do our usual wrap up of what we've been working on this week. So what have you been up to, Alice? Well, I've been away for a couple of days, a mini little four day away from home um, break over half term. And the last part of that was we were just wrapping up uh, Time to Shine. It was such good fun. And it just made me realise I just love it when I'm doing things kind of live with other people. It just works so well and um, I think that's where the best of me comes out in terms of supporting other people and it was just amazing so um, you guys who were on it you did a fantastic job Um, and it's made me think about what I might want to do differently next year so that has been quite good fun Um, then I have also been working on some uh, those tiny little pieces again which have been a little bit frustrating um, and some new big work in the studio which has been really good fun I'm just I'm just kind of conscious at the moment that I'm looking I've been looking for a while for something new and a bit different so I just keep pushing myself to try things out and actually it was a day when I was very frustrated that uh prompted the uh subject this week so we'll talk more about that like when it doesn't work like when you have these things like where you're wanting something and it's not quite going your way so there that's what I've been working on what about you I I had actually two days uh, Sunday and Monday I got to do some painting on both days Sunday everything flowed new things came out very exciting so like two paintings that I love new colors I was buzzing so I came in on Monday ready to do two more yep absolute bollocks everything I did was absolute bollocks you know I think I think it just always goes in cycles like that and it's just a little reminder it's a little tap on your shoulder hey hey you you think you've got it all sorted yeah, it's you not as easy as you way think. out you know we're just gonna pull you down a peg or two and then but it also happens the other way you know when you have something that you think oh yesterday I was working on these small ones and I was like oh these are so annoying they're ugly I don't know what I'm even doing at this size anymore oh and then all of a sudden oh oh yeah yeah so so for me I've been working like I say on new things and what's really it's I wrote in the show notes this is so inconvenient that I should be having new ideas at a time when I really need to be focused on an existing idea but that's the way it goes so I'm trying to balance the two things and let this new idea come but it's really so organic in how it's come about because I've said before that I've been working with a life coach and I've been working on my mindset about things People hear me talk and they might think that I'm quite cheerful because I'm always quite cheerful on here. But actually, I'm not very good at experiencing good things. And um, this thing, I saw you on Instagram, you went to your gallery that's going to show your work later and you were smiling, big smile and you were so happy. And I thought, hmm, when I went to the gallery that's going to show my work, I didn't smile like that. I never smile like that. So I don't really experience positive things in a full on way. And I'm really working on that. Do you need to change that, though? I mean, I just think lost my train of thought anyway. I don't remember what I was going to say. I just think that we just because you have a different outward experience of it doesn't I mean, doesn't mean to say that the way that you do it or the way that you react to those kind of situations is wrong or needs to be changed. No, but I know I wasn't always that way. And right. I'd like to get back to okay, being that makes happier. more sense. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, these paintings that have emerged 
so I've been doing a lot on work on that on myself and 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 it's been working and I've been feeling more upbeat and I've been seeing difficult situations in a more positive light and naturally without forcing it it just has been happening I've been sleeping better Mm -hmm. and then these paintings came about and I'm working with the same palette I work with always the same few colors and yet I'm using them in a totally different way so that people are saying oh new palette and it's like no it's the same few things that I always use but I've mixed much brighter mixes, much yep. more pastels and uh, a lot of Naples yellow, which usually just gets mixed in with other things, but now it's coming out. And I stepped back and I was like, oh, these paintings are about, like it was a very rainy day when I started two of them. It was grim outside. Everybody's miserable. You know, hard things have been happening for me. These are about being upbeat and happy in a difficult situation or in a difficult time or in bad weather or these are like the light in the darkness and I want to make more of them because they make me feel good when I make them yep unfortunately that has nothing to do with what I'm supposed to be doing (laughs) How, how far in terms of what you're supposed to be doing like miles miles it, away it matter though because you're just at the beginning of that anyway yes. though so I, I I can I can include aren't you I can have a little interlude on this and and still they're still working with my sanded surfaces so right these are on top of my sanded surfaces and all that's still going so I feel like this is why I don't like committing to things this is why I could never imagine a gallery relationship and why I don't like submitting for shows and things because by the time everything comes around I feel like I'm somewhere else and um, I know I'll work it out. I know I'll make things for that show and it'll be fine, but I really would love it if I could just have a show that was whatever I had at that time and not something which was had a theme, which this very clearly does. Did, are you tied into that theme? Yes, because it's, it's, um, it's, there's a, surround, a famous dead ceramicist, and I'm so sorry that I don't know who it is, whose work is going to be in the adjoining gallery. And then right. the modern ceramicists that are associated with that and then my painting. So, yeah, it's all around a theme, which is my usual theme. So I'm sure I'll return to it. But I keep thinking, could I give them a title, which somehow <laughs> makes them Exactly. <laughs> a little Don't bit of po- po- post-creative rationalisation. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they'll come together somehow in the end. Anyway, it's good. It's all good. So let's go on to our main topic because it sounds like what's been going on for you somehow relates to this topic which you brought to the table. So tell us all about it. Well, I think I've been trying to challenge and question the way I work, one of which is a belief that I think that I always had that I was a bit resistant to, which was that in order to have a recognisable style, artists have to work within a recognised colour palette or subject or whatever. And my my subject to date so far has, has always been sort of landscape, landscape related. And I think that everybody has their own personal colour choices. But I also know that I really enjoy making new color discoveries like that is one of the really fun things for me about about painting and that when if I work with a predictable color palette like I bore myself you know so I want to make something that's uh different and that often means starting off with something very different and that throws up a whole load of challenges in the meantime because maybe you make marks that are there but the colors are you don't particularly like but unless you have maybe some quite bright vibrant colors at the beginning I don't get those little flashes of discovery later on so that's kind of what's going around um in my head at the moment and I have been it sounds similar to you I've got so I've got some new big ones that I'm working on and one of them was one that I started and it was a kind of what the hell anything can go on this painting painting no like this is from anything nothing like that just do whatever feels good on it and I was enjoying it so much I thought right well I'm just going to do that just do whatever feels good and 
I've just been using that as my driver, but I think it's quite interesting then how to, to stand back and when you do something that feels good and different, to recognise when it works for you in terms of a little bit, perhaps how it fits with how you perceive your work to be yourself. Like, have you already created a container, parameters for how your work should be? And then when it does something different, and it surprises you in a nice way, how does that fit in with it? So in talking about the material you've chosen, one of these things I was doing that I was exploring was using much more kind of collage type stuff. And I was working on Cardi paper, decided I really, really, really hated it. Really hated it. Love that stuff. Can't stand it. Should love it. I feel like I should love it. Me too. <laughs> but I, I, I struggled with it. So for those of you, because when I posted about this on Instagram, people said, what is Cardi paper? So it's a cotton rag paper made in sheets. So it has a quite rough deckled edges. It's often quite thick, not entirely flat. So it hasn't been through a roller or done on a drum. It's often made in India or Nepal. So it's a nice, tough paper that's not too expensive. So it should be really good for like working on in quite a free form painting collage sticking way but because the surface texture of it is so rough the way the paint goes down on it whether it's thicker paint you can kind of see the texture of it in the brush marks and if you use thinner paint it kind of settles into the texture in a way that I'm not sure I awfully like and that's also a reason why I chose it because I've been working over the last year or so on canvas and I thought well maybe this issue of how do you disguise the texture will actually be helpful to me in terms of canvas which I actually am enjoying now so that's the struggle so the question is when you're using a material and you've picked it for a particular reason how long do you keep flogging a dead horse for because it's never going to be good the first time you do it because to expect everything in a new material or new something to be good the first time is foolish yeah yeah like I've never you've done really well adjusting to canvas and I've still not managed that I did some of the Ted Hughes paintings about three of them big ones were on canvas because and they were a delight to ship yeah because you know, they're light and I mean a bit hard to pack to be sure that you've made them say secure but I felt they were cheap to ship or affordable nothing's cheap these days and they were great but they were such a struggle to make them and and I, I'm very aware that you kind of have to adapt your whole style to suit the new substrate. And I just wasn't willing because I was just enjoying, it was too many things I had to give up that seemed to me central to what I do. So I haven't been willing. So if I work on canvas now, it's pinned up on the wall and not stretched. And then I worry about that later, or I take them off the bars and work on them, put them back on after um, so I suppose I gave up fairly easily, whereas I know you persevered. Cardi paper, I didn't even last that long. Cardi paper, I bought it because I went, there's an art shop in Manchester. Downstairs, they have all sketchbooks and papers. Yeah. And they had these sketchbooks of all different sizes and types made with that paper. And it looks gorgeous. Mm. And in sketchbooks, it looks amazing with the deckled edges. And so I bought, I think, a big one and a small sketchbook and, brought them back and my reason for not liking it is the paint kind of uh, soaks right in and the colors go dead and it's just what happened to my beautiful bright colors they went all muddy I I felt with that paper and I think I put it on the bonfire in the end I I (laughs) just got rid of it I was like I tried it a few different times and gesso didn't really even help so you Mm. couldn't even rescue it with gesso So I I guess my answer to your question is I give up fairly easily and go find something I like. I don't, I don't push it if I don't like it. I always stick to doing what I like. And that guides my, if it's feel, that's what I teach people as well. So it's just kind of my philosophy, but it feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. You've got this very thoughtful reason for doing it with the cardi paper that you wanted to learn something new so I suppose that's different I never I'm never that thoughtful about anything to be honest never that strategic 
I suppose it's about looking for where you're going to find new discoveries or if you're even at a stage where you need or you want new discoveries or if you're in that zone with your work where actually you're just quite happy carrying on which mm. I think you know I think if we're always looking 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 then you don't get any chance to enjoy it and just kind of settle and like you say enjoy the process do what comes um I want the new discoveries though but I just don't want to do it with something that feels like See, I'm the kind of person that starts a book and gives up after I don't like the first few pages. I won't keep no. pushing through, but some people will keep pushing through and then maybe in four chapters it becomes good and you get to really like it. I'll give up because I f- I feel like life's so short, just do what feels good. So these new paintings have come out of doing what feels good to me and they are different. Yeah, but but I wouldn't keep pushing on. I'm trying to think if I've kept pushing on with something, with tools or anything, but no, I just tend to abandon what doesn't feel good. And that could be a real weakness. I'm not saying it's a good thing. You know, it could be that I'm I could be getting further along if I was trying more things. Um, but I just see so many people when I'm teaching doing we talked about this last week I think doing things that saying well I'm gonna I I I asked them to set an intention on this last course and they they'd say I've set this intention but I'm not enjoying it but I've set the intention so I'm going to keep going well why don't you pick a new intention um and and that's my philosophy but maybe that's not always the right philosophy maybe sometimes if you keep going you will push through and get to somewhere better I think I just the book Very thing good. is interesting because I used to be like that. I've started a book, so I'll finish it. And now I'm very much, now life's, like you say, life's too short. Yeah. Now, if it's not good, if it's not got me within the first, you know, chapter and a half, I'm done. Um, but with materials, I suppose it depends how much of a shift it is away from what you're currently doing. And I find that using new materials even if they're not your main thing like my main thing is very definitely using acrylics I like the way the drying time makes me speed up in my thinking and what it allows me to do with building a picture but I quite like having these little detours Mm. And I, maybe maybe it's that I don't, you know, that day with the Cardi paper was frustrating. But then actually I kept going on it a little bit and got to the stage with two of them. that I thought, well, I quite like that. I, you know, there's something in there that I quite like. And I think maybe that's it for me, is that when you have those experiences of coming up against something that's not working for you, if you just keep going a little bit, it's that thing of like, like when you're trying to take small children on a walk and they're like, I'm finished. Can we go home? Can we go? And you're like, just keep going a little bit further. Just keep going a little bit further. And then they get to the top of the hill and they go jumping around like, you know, king of the hill. And like, they have a lovely time. If you'd given up, if you'd given in to that. And that's what it feels like for me when I'm starting new materials or material isn't working. I feel a little bit like slightly stroppy child going, it's not doing what I want it to do. I remember saying that when I used to go to life drawing classes and I started taking watercolours with me and painting the model. Mm. And at some point I took acrylics, some old acrylics I had at the time I wasn't using acrylics. And I remember saying to Helen, who taught the class, I can't use acrylics. I can't use them. They're muddy. They just look ridiculous. And she said something about, you know, well, sometimes materials are just not for us. Sometimes maybe watercolour is your thing. But now I can't remember why I thought, I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I was, you know, whatever I was doing, I'm not doing that anymore. So in that sense, I did push on. I suppose it's whether you want it enough and whether maybe whether you're seeing any glimmers of of hope. You know, with the canvases, I felt like, okay, I have managed to make that work, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I normally do. And I prefer to be really enjoying myself. So on balance, I'll prefer to lug around really heavy panels and pay the extra shipping because I enjoy it so much. 
but if I'd seen a glimmer perhaps of something on canvas that I couldn't do on board then I would have made maybe that would have been enough to push me to keep trying it yeah yeah I think my frustration with the cardi paper was it's not necessarily the texture it's how the texture and the fluidity of the paint combine so almost getting really specific about like where the irritation with it is Mm. helps you decide maybe whether it's something that's worth persevering with or pivoting slightly like I could have gone okay we'll try them with inks then or okay so build up the paper first with the surface first with collage or well then you've just got to paint more layers so that the paper surface of the the paper texture surface is not the key thing that's annoying you that that's the bit that kind of gives you your little glimmers but that that sense of just pushing through something to get to a new place I think that's quite a valuable skill to have otherwise perhaps we expect that everything should come too easily and then we end up staying too much in a comfort zone yeah I think for me so some of these paintings I'm looking that you can't see some of them are hideous these new ones they're Mm. really not working but I'm so I'm pushing through the fact that this new techniques and these new colors are not always working for me the way they did so magically on Sunday. It's not always going to be that easy. But because I'm working with the materials I like and the surface I like, I can keep pushing through knowing that eventually I'll resolve whatever problem is. And I'll eventually work out why those ones work so well. But because And that'll give me a clue as to what to do next. At the moment, I don't know why. Um, so it's, it's not a case of that. I'm just looking obviously for the easy, simple, always do the same thing because these are completely different, but I do, but what I am trying to do is follow, okay, if this is going off the rails, where am I not doing what I love? Where have I stopped doing what I love? I think what happened between Sunday and Monday is I was so excited about what happened on Sunday that I began to consciously try to be good on Monday instead of the mindset I had on Sunday, which was, I'm not bothered. I'll just do some stuff and see what happens. So if I really, truly, honestly stay with what feels good to me, rather than getting in a mindset of what might look good, what might be a successful painting, what other people might like, um that's what I have to push through a lot but I just I'm interested why you so why so it it seems like it's the sense that you you won't do different things unless you have different materials that is that I'm wondering what makes you keep persevering when you're not enjoying it I don't think it's that I'm not enjoying it I think it's a gap between what you're doing and I hear you, you can be quite happy, like doing what I'm doing, what I'm enjoying. I'm doing what I'm enjoying. This is fine. This is fun. But the result is not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that happens very often um, for a lot of artists. I mean, we're, we, you know, we hear that a lot. I heard that a lot as, you know, coach or tutor on things. And I think that sense of that frustration, it's all very well sometimes to say, do what you enjoy I can be quite happy like when I was painting on these small things yesterday I was enjoying it and then I stood back and I looked at it and I thought what the (laughs) you know that's not what I want that's not what I want to make so yeah I was enjoying the process but the end result wasn't there for me and then I think one of the questions at that point then I ask myself is okay so where is this going wrong is it something in the materials is it the materials themselves is it the paper is it the substrate is it the way I'm using the paint is it um the brushes is it something really physical like that is it the scale of it is it the fluidity is it that I'm bored of it I'm I'm doing things on automatic pilot without thinking have I picked colors that I don't like you know that's mm. the thing for me particularly with this issue that I'm grappling with at the moment about you know de- almost deliberately using colors well that's inevitably going to 
going to put me sometimes in a position where I do something and I stand back and I think, okay, well, where do we go from there? Yeah. Okay, now, you know, it's great because you don't have that attachment to, oh, I've done something that I like. Don't touch it. Yeah. Because that can get, like, I can, that can come quite easily. So, yeah, am I making life difficult for myself? Maybe that's what it is. You know, do you have to sometimes make life difficult for yourself? Is that, is that part of a journey to discovering what really works for you? Because, and I suppose in a way, I think that it's inevitable that that has to happen somewhere along the line because if you're never making it difficult for yourself, if you're never having patches where you struggle or you're not enjoying it or it's a bit frustrating, you're not doing anything new. Yeah, exactly. So, but so here's an example. So these collage textured surfaces. Yeah. No idea what I'm doing with these. I keep making, you know, I keep trying things and it's not working and I keep trying something else and then something does work, but I'm not quite sure why. And then I've got... So that is um, really my big challenge at the moment. I feel driven to do this, but it's yes. not working for me. But I enjoy all the stages of it. Yeah. That's what's keeping me going. I like sticking the stuff down. I like choosing the pieces. I like sanding. I like, you know, I, I enjoy it all. I like scribbling over it and making marks. Um, so I'm happy to persevere and maybe spend a whole day getting nowhere and yeah. then come back to it the next day and try again just because it's fun or or interesting i i do not have and this is what i spend my time on my courses helping other people to do as well i do not have a feeling of frustration if i don't have a day when things work out i genuinely don't like yesterday i was just laughing at my paintings i was like well, this is just rubbish and everything i do makes it worse and now it's just really ugly so it's a mindset thing. I do have that level of frustration in almost every other aspect of life. So I'm not saying I'm any kind of great yeah. angel, but somehow in painting, I'm able to just be completely sanguine about whether it's a good day or a bad day. So, so for me, it's just about, I'll push through and I'll keep making rubbish for as long as it takes to get something yes, that I like. Yes, yes, yes. If I'm interested, and if I'm enjoying it, but yeah. the minute I start not enjoying it, then I'm not interested. Then I'm saying, okay, I, I, I need to take a different direction where it feels good. Okay. So I, you don't, you don't get that thing where, where if you're enjoying it and then you look at it and you think, what the hell I haven't got anywhere today. There's no little bit of you that gets like frustrated or annoyed at that part. Because I'm with you on the, okay, fine. So we'll keep going. You know, that's not the end. Yeah. Of, you know, that's not the end point. So there's something in this about time scale, isn't there? So, you know, when I was doing on these, I didn't, I didn't give up and pack them all away. I thought, right. And actually, I think sometimes it gives you those little breakthrough times, because if you've got to the stage where you don't like something or it's not working, or you're frustrated, then you often approach it with a new with a new um, vigor, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that's often where it gets to the stage where you, where you get that glimmer of, oh, yeah, okay, well, that's cool now. So I think in that sense, I think we're probably saying the same thing, that you keep yeah. going until you get that. Yeah, um, both of us. I think the only difference is this sense of... Um, like, why should I, like, why would I bother spend a huge amount of time doing careful portraits and watercolour if that's not what I really want to do? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and also this sense of a result, I think, is the, I, the process for me is the thing, not the painting at the end, which I've come to learn now. The painting at the end for me, I think of it as like a conveyor belt and I'm over here working on my conveyor belt, really enjoying myself. And out the other end, sometimes pops a painting. Sometimes it doesn't come out, but it pops out. It's like a byproduct of the process and it's great. I love it. Oh, wow. Look at that. I love that. I made that. But then I'm on to the next thing. So once I realized that, then I realized that when I finish a painting, that's not actually the high I'm going for because that only lasts very yes. short time. 
So that's why I don't think I feel for I don't feel frustrated. I felt a bit I laughed at myself yesterday because honestly, they were hideous. They was like a three year old had been in here messing about. And I thought, you know, who are you to do a podcast and tell people and teach people how to paint when you've made that? But it doesn't upset me or make me feel like it's a wasted day. Okay, then. So here's a question and where you can help me out. So these big ones that I'm doing at the moment that I'm following very much that line of thought. If it feels good, do it. But I feel like I could sort of just keep going like that forever and just go round and round in circles on that. And then you come back to that endless question. How do you know when it's done then? Like, like it could be done. Like I showed it to a couple of people yesterday and they were like, it's done. It could be, it's done. I think if it's so new for you, because I haven't seen them, I don't know what they look like, but I think if it's so new for you, I wonder if it does take time for us to know if it's yeah. done when it's new. Yeah. Because I'm partly thinking I love these two that I made quickly. I'm partly thinking maybe I'm a lunatic. Maybe other people would exactly. look and say, you know, so I have that too when it's new. Yeah. Um, and so my that, answer to that is to put them aside now and work on some other ones and just wait and see if I see what I feel about them when I've got more context for it. So when something's very yeah. new and I've only got one. Yeah. How do I know if it's anything? But when it's in a whole body of work, then I can look, step back and look and say, what's going on? I think that what you're making now, and this is just my theory, but what you're making now that that it feels very new and you don't understand it and you're following what feels good, it's it's deeply aligned with you and something in you. That's why it feels good. Yeah. And... Was that the dog or a human? That was Theo. Oh, I thought that's a weird cough for a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's deeply aligned with you. So it's coming from somewhere. It means something. Yes, it does. You just don't necessarily fully understand it yet. And so I don't think you do know when you're done initially. I think you have to, I think we have to just trust ourselves a little bit. Like, I know I love those, but yeah. I partly think maybe I'm nuts. Yeah. But okay, yeah. I'm going to put them aside and say that I'm going to trust myself and just leave them. I think you're right about context and seeing things in context. And this, you know, this goes back to the materials thing. It's like we can't, like, often when we're doing something and you're talking about, you know, a new way of painting this first thing was like new materials and it being annoying. Well, you know, I was only, I'd only done three. Yeah. You know, it's too, it's too soon. Maybe it's too soon to make decisions. Like I like Cardi paper. I don't like Cardi paper, you know, don't. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so put it to one side and come back to it. The only thing that I notice sometimes when I put things to one side is you can kind of lose the momentum on it a little bit it stops feeling quite so fresh. So I think that's also another thing that's quite interesting in this, when to keep going, push a bit more, because I think we've all had that when when you look at something and you look at a photograph and at the time you think, oh yeah, nailed it. That feels so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then you go back in three days later or you put it to one side and you think, what? No. But yeah. by the, sometimes by that stage, then you've lost what was your what little bit was your connection to it. And it feels like starting over yeah. again a little bit. I, I, I suppose I'm just I would just love to I would love. Let me say this out loud <laughs> to get to the stage where I felt like I could show up as me in the studio. Make a painting that did all the things you're saying felt good to do looked good when I stood back from it and kind of get it done in a couple of days like that would feel awesome like at the moment it feels like I'm going back into things and it's a bit of a like little bit of an arduous task and I suppose that's what I'm trying to move away from this idea that I've just got to keep going back and back and back for it to be enough yeah yeah and you've mentioned that quite a few times and so and so it must be it must be really yeah. in there. You've mentioned it for quite a, a lot. Is it enough? Is it enough? And I want it to be, I want it to be enough. And 
I just wonder, so if you don't want to lose the connection, because I know that feeling, I've got these these landscape, abstract landscapes, which I've now put aside slightly to work on these mm. new ideas, and I really need to go back to them soon, otherwise I am going to be completely removed from them. But could you, would it matter if you kept working over and over for a little bit on these things and covered up and covered up, as long as you took photos along the way? Because if you keep following this path of what you really love and what you really want to be doing, if there was no one else to care about, it will lead somewhere really exciting for you and somewhere really new. And does it matter if it does it on the first go round, second go round? If you don't want to lose touch with it, in other words, would it matter if you covered it all over, made a mess of it and then had to do it again? And just while you're learning what this is, while you're getting it out. Yeah, yeah. If it's new, it's going to take some time to come out and become something, at least in any consistent way. Yeah. And I think it's okay if you give yourself that time. Yeah. Well, that's where we are with it. So, yeah. Everybody wants to see it now. Everybody's like, what does this look like? Oh, and I've got a, um, I've got a sort of um, recording thing that I will do as a reel on Instagram at some point. But yeah, I'm doing a lot more of, of um, I'm definitely doing a lot more of don't play safe when I catch myself playing safe with something. And I think that's where the materials come back. You know, if you're playing safe with it, do something different. Do something yes. that feels like, right, unpredictable, unpredictable. And that's going to lead us into what has inspired. So I enjoyed that conversation. I thought that was going to be, I, was, I thought, oh, this will be a bit dull materials. And it ended up being really interesting. Well, I think it's so personal, isn't it? I think it is so personal. And the thing is that any material that you choose, there are so many possibilities. So it definitely falls under this category of like, how much do you explore? Because you've got to do a bit of exploring before you work out whether it's right for you or not. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm kind of like tempted a little bit like by dry pastels, but not enough to do the exploring that I know it would take to get anywhere decent. So that's that's the one that I'm shelving yeah (laughs) so what's inspired you this week so I think very much along these lines we have I have a kind of little uh a group that I've set up and we have been getting together occasionally every three weeks or so to discuss discuss our work like challenge each other on some of these kind of things and it's interesting because it's slow like so much of it is a kind of slow process it's a slow realization like you're you saying to me just now you've said that a few times and it takes a while to kind of sink into your psyche and become something that's right for you but what came up yesterday was a lot of like we were all talking about each other's work and like what we saw in each other's work um and what came up were things like you know breaking rules um, pushing edges, um, moving away from things being realistic. Um, yeah, so it was it was really interesting. It was one of the rebellious came up as something that uh, something that other people saw. And I think when I first started painting, my motivation was calm. Right. <laughs> so to go from calm to rebellious, it it's quite an interesting shift in terms of what you're looking for what you want both from the process and the end result and I you know that's why making art is so flipping endlessly fascinating isn't it because it it does change and did the things did anybody say anything that surprised you or did it feel all feel just like what you expected hmm I think I was the one, two, three, four, fifth person as we were going round. So maybe, maybe, and I also my questions were a little bit different. So, um, no, I don't think, I don't think there was anything that particularly surprised me. But I think sometimes when other people are choosing words and putting it into words for you, that can be interesting and helpful because you can either go, oh yeah 
that's I resonate with that but there was nothing that that I thought no you're all off track here well that's good yeah so that was fun so um have have really enjoyed that and along those lines been looking at a Joan Mitchell book today and just thinking again this idea of these things take time to develop and I need a little bit more time to do that for me we're coming to the end of October anybody's mind drifting towards next year a little bit yet what might be different what might change oh exciting well I don't know I don't know because sometimes these ideas come and nothing ever comes of them you know but I think just this I I just recognize that this stuff takes time and I think um I'm not giving myself enough of it so yeah feedback from other people in the right way support important yeah what about you so mine is we are now at the end of my second course which I did on a whim uh all of a sudden oh I'm gonna make a new course and I've had so much fun developing it because it was a course I developed from scratch it was um when I first started find your joy that would have been four years ago now three years ago I I couldn't have taught what I've just taught now. Yeah. Find Your Joy was what I knew then. And this course was called Find Your Voice. And it was what, I, what I've subsequently learned. I did once teach a course called that before, but I didn't really think it was great and I didn't redo it. So this year it was completely new, um, developed from scratch, fantastic results, fantastic students, really I mean I can't even say enough good things about the people who stayed on so everybody in Find Your Joy was fabulous too probably about 60% of them stayed on for Find Your Voice which is a lot and it's great and it was obviously the people who were able to commit more time or more energy who or who were interested in going further um and so it was a very dedicated group of people. The work they've produced is amazing. The realizations have been fantastic that people have been having and the life changes that people are making, because yeah. what it really is the case that when you start expressing yourself authentically in your art, you cannot not yeah. start doing that in your real life. So true. Um, and even little things like one lady left a comment yesterday and she said, I told my Uh, grown-up sons and husband that from now on they're making dinner on such a night because that's my painting night and I've never done that before yeah um just those kind of things and some people are having big life shifts and some are having small some people are grieving losses and the course has helped them through that but it's amazing and to see the advances in people's work and it's like you've seen this as a coach on an on the CVP course when you see people you can see the moment when they put all of themselves into their work Mm. or you can see as you scroll through Facebook, the paintings that have that life, that Mm. extra thing. And seeing that it's like, bang, bang, bang. As the course has gone on, you see different people get it and the light goes on and their work becomes more alive and more interesting and more unique. And it's just been such an honor and an amazing experience and every single person who took that course I'm going to tell them on Saturday night when we wrap up but they have changed my life as well they've given me ideas of what to do going forward because I can see now the power of what I've what I've got to teach and I can see what it does for the right people and I just want to take that further now so very inspiring so yeah new things for me in the coming years I think too did you change what you wanted to cover in the middle of that as a result of what was happening for people I didn't change the the overall content I designed at the beginning and I stuck to that so there were six modules and we stuck to that but what I did do was add things as we went along so I'd realize, oh, we need a video about that or we need a, a different exercise here. Um, so I had somebody helping me with the admin side of posting the content and stuff. And I think that might have been a bit frustrating for her because I would say, oh, we're going to add this extra bonus or we're going to do this now or I've moved this into that section. Um, but 
so yeah there was a lot of adapting and because we do live q and a's we were adapting on the fly as well there and doing different talks and talking about things that came up so it, it it's helped me probably adapt it for next time yeah. a little bit more by learning more about what people need um some things i could explain more clearly possibly next year you always get that when you teach something you see yeah. where people are not understanding where you might be able to improve but yeah just a fantastic experience so i'm done teaching for a while now but it's been amazing i think anywhere where you get that change I was just going to say it's what we're all looking for isn't it I don't think we are always looking for change but when it happens it's really exciting yeah and I think you know sometimes it can be slow 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 quick and there can be like you say that moment where you see that something has really shifted for somebody yeah and sometimes I think we can take it for granted and we can not notice all the little incremental shifts that happen until we look back. So in this group, this small group that I've got, we've all got an album of work that's been going. How long have we been going now? Three months. So when you look back through the thread of each person's, you can kind of and you can see some of the things at the beginning that they were grappling with and that they weren't quite sure how it was going to resolve. Now it's happening. You know, yeah. and it's happening on a kind of awesome scale. And I think anywhere that that happens is it's really, um, really exciting and good to be part of. And but I think yeah. what's what's also important, you mentioned it then, is people have to be aware um, that everyone's at a different pace. Yeah. And so some people have had those big realizations. Others, there was one lady whose question was, have I learned anything? Oh my God, has this got the right amount of color, contrast, tone, composition? I have no idea. Yeah. What am I doing? Has this got any mood? I don't know. And she, and I wrote back to her and she said, oh, sorry, I was having a bit of a meltdown yesterday because I've learned so much and it was all overwhelming. And I said to her, this is perfectly normal. She's yeah. quite a beginner painter and it will all come, like you'll be painting away and it will all start to make sense over time. So it makes sense for people at different times. And it's okay if you're not one of the ones who has a giant light bulb moment, you might not be that kind of learner. You might just very gently progress and learn more slowly, but you do, you will have those realizations if you let yourself, because everybody does. It's all, it's always the same for everyone in the end. It's just, we go at different speeds. It's just being open to it, isn't it? It's just this whole idea of, you know, resistance and being, being open to it and just being okay with being on the journey. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I'd just like to do a little hello that might surprise you. So Sasha, if you're out there, hello. Um, Sasha and I were at school together and she followed the podcast and then we kind of realised who each other <laughs> was and it was really funny. So we had some little to and fro messages on Instagram and she is an illustrator and she wrote and she just said she's really enjoying the podcast and listening to us both has helped really inspire her. And she's actually taking a little bit of time away from, you know, this career that she's been doing and deadlines and stresses to spend more time doing her painting to see what comes. So you got this. What, so exciting I love it when things like that happen you know a few weeks ago I didn't mention this but a, an old uh, school friend somebody who's a little bit older than me at school but my boyfriend's best friend from many many years ago got in touch asking if I taught abstract classes because he's interested in painting in his retirement because that's how old I am now people I knew are retired and um, I wrote back I don't suppose you are the same uh, I won't say his name in case you don't want me to but from the village where you know and he said yeah why who are you and I because my name's changed of course yes. and I told him and he was like oh my god and so doing something like this the podcast it actually does have other benefits where you can reconnect with people from the past it's really yeah because I my name of course has changed as well so I don't know how how she worked it out but it's funny because it also I think it also brings to light that whole thing of you don't know who's watching or listening yeah. which can can be really freaky I think yeah, for people but also usually it's nice 
usually it's nice. Artists are nice. We're very lucky. I think we're very, very lucky, any of us who make art or whatever you make, um, to be actually working in a in a field that actually it exists to do good things and make nice things for people. And generally people who come across us are, you know, they're, they're nice and positively responsive. And I'm on a, there's an Instagram thread called small biz, small biz memes, small business memes. And I follow that Instagram account and it is hysterical. Some of the rudeness of customers that, you know, some small shop owners get on that. And I just think, artists aren't like that (laughs) no very very rarely get mean comments yeah well if you'd like to stay in touch with what Alice and I are up to and see these kind of newer paintings if they ever emerge into the public it would be a good idea to find us probably the best place would be on Instagram and you can find what are you on Instagram Alice I am at Alice Sheridan studio on Instagram And I am at Louise Fletcher underscore art. And so if you want to see what we're up to and we do release these weird paintings, that's where you probably find them. See you next week, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.